All right, welcome back to The Word Podcast. I'm Julian Spivey, the creator, editor, and lead writer for The Word Webzine. You can find us online at thewordwebzine.weebly.com. And thanks for finding this podcast where you can find pretty much anywhere podcasts are found, primarily Spotify and Apple. I am thrilled to be joined once again by my friend and contributor to The Word, Tyler Glover as well as my lovely wife and also contributor to The Word, April Hansen Spivey. So, April, hey, hey. Tyler, thanks for joining us. Hello. Of course. Glad to be here. <laughs> uh, what we're going to do today is, a since the Oscars are coming up, uh, it, but when we publish this, it'll probably be a couple days ahead of the Oscars, we're going to do a Oscars Best Picture movie draft if some of you listen to the christmas songs draft that we did back in december of course this will be a little bit similar but we've made it a little bit tougher by adding certain categories that we have to fit best picture winners into uh by basically era or decades uh so what we're going to do is we're going to pick five total movies so we'll have five rounds of this best picture draft one of those movies will have to be from 1927 through 1969. One of the movies will have to be from 1970 through 1999. And one of them will have to be a Best Picture winner since the year 2000. The other two are what we're going to call wild cards. They could be any Best Picture winner ever. And it does not matter which order we draft these in. So now that we have the rules explained, I've got our names all in a hat, and I am going to draw for uh, the order of selection in the draft. We'll be doing Ooh-hoo. this. We'll be doing this. What is called a snake order, which basically means if you're third in the first round, you get the first pick in the second round, and vice versa. So okay. I've got name here, and the first pick is going to be April. Yay! I was about to say it's rigged. Well, <laughs> it wasn't the number one. <laughs> the number one pick in the Christmas song, if I if if I remember correctly, I, I could be wrong, but I th- think Tyler had the number one then. Mm-hmm. So April's going to pick first. Yeah. I am going to pick second, which means Tyler will get to pick third in round one, but first in round two, which means he will have back-to-back picks pretty quickly in the draft, which could be an advantage. Uh, so uh, now that we've got all the rules in the uh, straight and the order straight, April, you can take however long you want to make your first pick. And again, in any category. Well, so it's so funny because I keep going back and forth because I feel like this other movie is going to get taken, but I really want to come out with the best picture 1929 to 1969 category first. And I am going to take The Sound of Music from 1965. Um, That is, I mean, obviously, one of the most iconic movies ever. Clearly, Best Picture winner. But um, it's just a really, I've just always loved everything about Sound of Music. Um, I think the, the, obviously, the music in it, the storyline. I love, you know, Maria and her um, character arc and just the way that she progresses from the film, you know, um, and just really grows into her own um, from going from the convent to, (laughs) you know, uh, 
basically smuggling their family out of, um, you know, Nazi rule. So it's just very powerful. And I was blessed enough to go on a pilgrimage this past summer. And actually, we drove through Austria. We saw the Von Trapp family home, like in the distance, the one that, you know, the actual family. And it was so cool because we were literally driving through Austria and watching the sound of music on the on the bus and it was just otherworldly so this movie really means a lot to me so that's definitely my my pick well as the uh person with the uh, number two pick i am thrilled that you took the sound of music Uh, (laughs) i'm sure because i have seven movies on my list to potentially pick from in that era 1927 to 1969 and the sound of music is not a single one I had oh, no, I, I figured. I, I figured no this was not. Sound of music during this. Um, Here's the thing. I I was nervous about the two films, and I I have a feeling. I don't know. I'm I'm nervous about Tyler taking one. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> like I knew. I'm not nervous about like competing with you for a, some of these, but definitely Tyler and I are going to go head to head here. <laughs> <laughs> one best picture that I think stands out above the rest of all 94 Best Picture winners. And I'm so thrilled that you did not take it first because I was so worried I was not going to get this movie. Um, And it is Michael director Michael Curtiz's 1943 Best Picture winner, Casablanca, which means uh, the first two movies taken, and and again, I'm going to take it in the same uh, uh, category as you just took your first one, April. I'm going to take it in the Mm -hmm. 1967 to 1969 category. And... Oddly enough, the very first two movies uh, picked in this uh, Best Picture draft feature uh, Nazis. In, uh, in, uh, oh, weird. Uh, but yep. yet, uh, Casablanca, written by Julius J. Epstein and Philip G. Epstein, considered to be, uh, sorry, uh, Jul- Julius and Howard Koch with Philip G. Epstein, considered to be potentially the greatest script in Hollywood history. Uh, Humphrey Bogart as Rick Blaine. Ingrid Bergman as Elsa, his old flame that he kind of rekindles with, but kind of ends in a bittersweet moment. Uh, for me, it's just, it's the one that stands out. And I know that there's others, and, and this might not even be the best picture winner that people consider to be the all-time best picture winner, but for me, it clearly is. Uh, so I am thrilled that I got Casablanca with the number two pick. That means uh, Tyler has his pick up, his first uh, pick, and the final pick of round one. Again, we've both picked movies from the 1927-1969 era, so um, pretty much anything else from that era is available, but you also do not have to pick that first, Tyler, if you do not want to. So what do you have? Um, so I will say that both of y'all's picks were on my list. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> both of them um and i agree i agree with you um i love the sound of music and i agree with you about Casablanca. it's definitely in my top five of all the best picture winners that i've ever seen um love it to death have great many me- great memories with that um growing up um but my first pick is something that it's also from the 1927 to 1969 era um it's for me it's like what a best picture winner is like really, it's just went like an epic best picture winner, and that's Gone with the Wind. <clears throat> ah, because yes. he just, I mean, just I mean, trans, beautiful sets, beautiful costumes, great music, per, performances like Scarlett O'Hara, 
Cody McDaniel, Clark Gable, just amazing performances. Um, just, I mean, it to me, it's just like a sweeping epic. And I still remember watching it in fifth grade. Like we, it took us like, I think like the whole week to watch it because we were only watching so much at a time. And because of its length, I think it took us the whole week. But I was always like, I was actually like really, you know, everybody else in my class was really bored and just kind of like over. It. And I'm just sitting here like, can we continue watching it? Like, and, <laughs> and um, loved it. And loved it. So I'm so glad that I got to get that one because it's, oh, love it. Yeah, it's fantastic. All And it's funny because I feel like we're all um, going to have similar movies on our list for sure. Um, cause Casablanca and obviously gone with the wind were both alternates <laughs> on mine for sure. I think Three we have a magnet on our fridge that says, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Yeah. Three <laughs> epic, epics taken in the first round here, all from the 1927 to 1969 era. That first 40 plus years of the Academy Awards. Uh, so, so I we- found it funny, real quick, just a side note, because honestly, I felt myself really drawn to those movies in that category. Like I had so many, there were so many iconic films in this chunk of time that as the years went on, I had trouble like really kind of latching on. <laughs> it's interesting. So. Well, uh, we have all cleared our 1927 to 1969 um qualification uh in the first round so but that does not mean that we can't pick more movies from that era because of course we have the two wild cards uh but tyler you since you had the final pick of the first round that means you get the first pick of the second round so go ahead and take your second best picture winner okay so also in continuing with the um sleeping epic um thing um, this was, I mean, I feel like this movie is the Gone with the Wind of our time. Um, this t- 1997 Best Picture winner, Titanic. No, I, that's no. what I was, I thought you were going to steal that one. Dang it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just, I mean, to me, it's just like, it literally, it just like, just like Gone with the Wind. It's just like everything a Best Picture winner should be. Just, and that one is just like, I remember like, I mean, it's like a three and a half hour movie and I've watched it so many times and still love it. I mean. I remember my dad at the time, like, he didn't want to watch it. He's like, hey, plot, you know, freaking twist that goes down, you know, because I'm like, I know that, but it's fantastic, you know. And, um, <laughs> you know, and just, I mean, and that's the movie that made Leonardo DiCaprio a star and just, like, so, oh, just beautiful sets. Like, and then, and they've been re-releasing it with all this 4 carat and, like, 3D and, like, goodness, it just makes it even more cooler to see all that just happening, you know, right in front of your eyes. Just, oh so good and like just beautiful sets beautiful and it's you know tied um winner of the 11 academy awards it's tied for the most wins of a movie and i think rightfully so and made a start to kate winslet too pretty much i mean she kind of had an acting career before but i think this is the one that just put it on another planet you know for sure uh, we've for learned sure. we've learned in the first a round plus here that Tyler absolutely loves long movies because he has picked about seven and a half <laughs> already uh, in his, his first two picks. Yes, my run well, time might beat y'all's. Your run yeah. time is almost certainly, <laughs> depending on what April takes, because April's movie is also almost four, uh, three and a half to four hours long, her, the one she has so far. But you, your run time is already at uh, six hours more than mine. <laughs> Uh, Well, you know what, though? Fun fact, um, because I remember and I was thinking about I'm like, well, hopefully Titanic isn't going to get stolen. And that's the one that I was trying to pick between 
that and Sound of Music to try to come out with. But um, I just remember it being on, you know, the two VHS tapes. Um, yes, <laughs> me too. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And apparently, because I, I Googled mm-hmm. it just to make sure, but I, it was the best-selling live-action VHS title of all time. It's totaled oh, 500 million. Yeah, 500 million in sales. 25 million copies sold in its first three months. Nuts. <laughs> I, um, what was I going to say here? You have not seen Titanic. I have not seen Titanic. That is not what I was going to say, though. Uh, I know, I'm, but it's we need to rectify it. Not even that upset by the fact that I've not seen Titanic. I remember what I was going to wow. say. Uh, Tyler had the Sound of Music been available here for your first pick in round two. Would you have taken it, or were you set on Gone with the Wind and um, and Titanic anyway? I, I was set on those, but I definitely was hoping it would be on there. Towards like I was hoping it'd be. It was like my third or fourth. Okay, so. I, that means you you could have you probably could have. Uh, had Titanic and also the sound of music later on. I know, I know. It was a real gamble. Like, and I obviously did not. I'm not, this is why I don't gamble. <laughs> up, it doesn't work. I'm going to up my run time significantly with my second. <laughs> um, uh, at, coming in at, at a roughly three hours or so. And this is honestly not one that uh, would probably make my second pick if I was just going on my personal favorites. But I'm going to use a little strategy here, and I'm going to try to win, because at the end, we're going to put these up for a vote. Um, earlier, I said that for me, Casablanca was definitely the number one Best Picture winner of all time. But if if that's not considered by many to be the number one Best Picture winner of all time, number two would probably be The Godfather. So, oh, dang it! Everyone's taking my stuff! <laughs> so I'm going to take The Godfather, the epic of all mob family epics and i'm going to take it in the 1970 to 1999 um category by the way tyler's would have been the also the 1970 through 1999 category uh godfather comes in at the front part of that era titanic comes in of course at the very back end of that era uh i assume that's the the category you wanted it in tyler you didn't want to use it yet for a wild card is that correct? Oh, yes. Yeah. Sorry. But but that's fine. But back to the Godfather, based on the novel by Mario Puzo that he and director Francis Ford Coppola uh, collaborated on. The film stars a Marlon Brando, who was one of the greats at the time, and then a who's who of future stars and Al Pacino, James Caan, uh, Robert Duvall, Diane Keaton. Uh, just a, an epic uh, mafia movie and uh, considered uh, number two, I believe, on the most recent American Film Institute list uh, behind uh, Citizen Kane, which famously was not a Best Picture winner. So uh, The Godfather is my second pick. That leaves us with our final pick of round two for uh, April. Well, since y'all took my picks, <laughs> like, I'm going to have to go. But here's the deal. I, I feel really good about this one. I think it was it's still a phenomenal movie. And I think it really is on par with with everyone is obviously um, Forrest Gump. So Tom Hanks, you know, it's it's an iconic movie. I mean, you've got a directed and I'm going to butcher his last name because I'm just not great with uh, pronunciations. But Robert um, Zemeckis. Zemeckis, yes, sorry. Zemeckis. I was, uh, Zemeckis. Yep, 
Um, so in, it's just kind of just this beautiful, um, gosh, just to me, it's a sweeping epic. I don't really know if that could, would be considered exactly, but I mean, it follows several decades of, you know, Forrest Gump's life. So, I mean, I feel like it's, it's definitely that. And, um, it's, it's just amazing when you talk about the the military aspect and I, I don't know, my big thing from Forrest Gump is that I love how we have so many like quotes from that movie still around, you know, life is like a box of chocolates, run forest, run. <laughs> like It's just, it's one of those movies and Tom Hanks, I mean, obviously is phenomenal in general, but he just embodied that character and it's just a super powerful movie for me. So I definitely think that, you know, that's since my other two got taken, I think I'm still in a pretty good place with Forrest Gump. Well, I think that's one of the smartest possible picks you could make. Not necessarily because it's one of the best, best, best picture winners of all time. In fact, it's quite controversial because some people are, are to this day remain upset that it beat both Pulp Fiction and the Shawshank Redemption. Uh, that, But it remains incredibly popular and if we're you know trying to pick movies that we want to see uh people vote for our overall draft picks at the end it is a very smart pick and one that i definitely had on my list uh for the future if i got that far with a wild card but uh, i'm assuming you've taken it under the 1970 to 1999 category Sure uh, have. Can't have it no more. And, and um, <laughs> for the second straight round, we have all picked movies from the same category. Uh, we all took movies from the, I... the 1999 era in round mm-hmm. two. Do you have anything else you want to add about uh, about uh, how the draft's going so far or Forrest Gump? It's, um, it, it is funny. I know we can pick and like choose around in categories, but I just felt like, again, I just, this was kind of the route I was going to go to begin with. Um, but no, I think it's, uh, yeah, I think I'm good. I'm good with Forrest Gump. I have good, yeah. fe- a good feeling about it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's definitely a popular pick. And, and, and again, like we said, you, you probably took the sound of music too early, but it's a, very popular movie so if you're trying to win a popular vote here which we are all trying to do um well and you know i will say about forrest gump it's not just like it's not just tom hanks you know you have gary sinise you have um robin wright i mean you just have like these iconic characters sally field um it's just yeah (laughs) we all love sally field i mean you know lifetime achievement sag winner it's you know so it's just amazing. It's got, you know, it's not just Tom Hanks carrying everybody. It's got a, you know, stellar cast. All right. So that ends the second round. And because you had the last pick of round two, April, you have the first pick of round three. And you can either uh, finish your uh, quota by taking a movie that is one best picture since the year 2000. Or you can take one of your two wild cards here to start off round three. What, what are you going with? Oh, I'm nervous. Um, gosh, I feel like I really was going to do a wild card, but I, I, I kind of want to do, which is terrible. I know we don't have to go in order, but I think I do want to do the 2000 to present. Um, because I have a feeling that you in particular are going to steal this one and I don't want you to. Um, so I am going to go with for that, um, for this era, uh, Coda as my pick. Um, so most recent best picture winner from last year. I know, super recent. Um, I am curious to know if this was on your list. Um, 
because I three, it was number three on my list from that. So really, yeah, interesting. So, so it's one I definitely wanted, but but you may have picked it a little too early if you were expressly trying to keep me from having it. Oh, I was a little bit, and I was thinking. Um, uh, I'm sorry, dog barking in the background. Uh, <laughs> I was certainly going to. Um, I, I was afraid that you were going to pick it. And now I'm a little bit afraid that you're going to pick some other ones that I had. Um, but that's okay. Because Coda is amazing. Um, obviously, you know, this coming of age comedy drama um, type film uh, directed by Sean uh, Heater. Sean, Sean Heater. Yep, there you go. Um, and I, I just find it beautiful because obviously it's about a family who is deaf and communicating using American Sign Language, but they have this daughter who, um, you know, loves singing, wants to go to music school, which I just find it, it's just amazing because it's more than just it's representation in film for deaf actors. It's a huge deal, but it's also kind of this, you know, story of most people can relate if their family, if you don't do not feel like you are, you know, um, kind of fit in with the rest of the status quo of your family and you want to kind of take a different path. I think everyone can relate to that. Who feels that? Absolutely. Um, yeah. I can really relate to this movie and that's why it's just so beautiful. Um, so yeah, it was, it was amazing. Wonderful. Troy, um, Kutzer, and again, sorry, butchering uh, names, Kotz. but Kotzer, okay, amazing. I just love him. He is, um, he really made that movie just, uh, well, the whole cast did, but he truly made it phenomenal. Yeah, as, as I said, Coda was definitely one of the, the my top picks for this category uh, when I got to it, but, but I'm not sure it's the greatest pick to do in this draft because it's probably the least seen best winner not not just because it came out last year but i think it's still only available through the apple tv app so for for trying to gain some potential votes it may be a risky take but it's certainly a uh, a one that i love listen it's more of just that i love this movie yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> it's a little bit not a we we've already discussed this i'm not great at gambling yeah I know that we've been very formal so far, sticking with our categories and going in chronological order. I'm going to break that a bit. I don't feel the need to take a Best Picture winner yet from 2000 to present, especially because uh, I'm only competing with Tyler at this point in that because you've already taken one, April. So I'm going to mm -hmm. go ahead and take my first wild card pick, and I am going to take the 1991 Best Picture winning The Silence of the Lambs. It is a logical ah. horror film directed by Jonathan Demme, written by Ted Talley, based on Thomas Harrell's 1988 novel. It stars Jodie Foster as Clarice Starling, a young FBI trainee hunting a serial killer named Buffalo Bill. And she seeks the advice of the imprisoned cannibalistic serial killer slash brilliant psychiatrist, Dr. Hannibal Lecter, as played by Anthony Hopkins. Uh, Hopkins won Best Actor. Foster won Best Actress, Demi won, Tally won, The Picture won. It is one of only three movies in the history of the Academy Awards to win all five major categories, along with a couple other movies that may or may not come up later. Uh, it happened one night, and one flew off. Oh, I love that movie. Uh, so, um, 
honestly, this would have been my number two pick if I was picking based on movies that I just wanted to take personally. Uh, but I felt like I needed to grab The Godfather earlier. So I'm thrilled that The Silence of the Lambs is still available in round three as my first wild card selection. Uh, do either of y'all have anything y'all want to say about The Silence of the Lambs or should we go to Tyler's round three pick? Um, I have not seen all of Silence of the Lambs. I'm not so much for scary stuff. However, um, our dog played Hannibal Lecter for Halloween in his little bucket <laughs> muzzle <laughs> and had his little Silence of the Lambs shirt on. Um, he's got some aggression. So it was, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's about my uh, vote for Silence of the Lambs. Okay, so uh, Tyler's got the last pick of round three, and he either needs to take a Best Picture winner since the year 2000, or he can take the first of his two wild cards. What are you going with, Tyler? So I'm going to go ahead and go with my, the 2000 to present, um, because I feel like this was another huge epic um, of our time, and I feel like people love it. Um, and I'm I've, already, strategy here. I've already written it down for you. I know what you're going to say. Um, Lord of the Rings Return of the King. Are you serious? Um, yep. Oh, then I was completely wrong. That's not what <laughs> Yeah, well, that movie, you know, all three of them were nominated for Best Picture every year. And, like, you know, they were just winning, like, the occasional, like, tech categories mm -hmm. um, for the first two years. And then that third year, you know, the Academy made up for it and kind of did, like, a, you know, best achievement in three years, you know, for gave them every... 11 nominations and gave them the win for every single one of them. Um, so, um, you know, and it's just something that everybody loves. I mean, it made was a killer at the box office. And it's one of the few times, too, that um, uh, popular opinion was also with critical opinion, in a way. It was very Sorry. critical acclaimed. I think but we box office, too. Hector in the background. We do have Hannibal Lecter in the background. See, that's why I felt like I had to bring him up because, you know, he's making several appearances <laughs> on this podcast. He's just very excited about the picks. Sorry, we didn't mean to bark over your, uh, your <laughs> passionate uh, speech of, um, of the uh, Lord of the Rings uh, trilogy. Did you have anything else you wanted to add there that we, we may have missed? No, no. All right, uh, Will. All of your category uh, submissions, as well as April's, have been met. So the, your final two picks uh, for both of y'all will be uh, wild cards. I still have to pick a best picture from 2000 to present in the final two rounds. Uh, since you had the final pick of round three, Tyler, that means you have the first pick of round four. So what's going to be the first of your two wild card picks? So this one I'm not really sure about because like it's one that I love so very much and I just can't imagine any list that I make of like best picture winners that not be on in a top five. But I don't know that it's very well seen. I don't know if it's something that people love, but it's one of my favorite best picture winners easily in the top five. Um is um nineteen fifty winner all about Eve. Okay. Absolutely love it. Like it's it's one of my favorite movies to watch. I've watched, it's one of the best picture winners that I've probably watched the most. I absolutely love, um, oh gosh, I'm blanking on her name. Betty Davis. Betty Davis, yes. Like Margot Channing. I was remembering her character name, but not her real name. Margot Channing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, 
but yeah, her, her performance in that too. I'm like still just, I mean, I, that year I'm for Best Actress. Um, I think Judy Holiday won for Born Yesterday, and it still blows my mind that Betty Davis didn't win Best Actress for that. Um, it might have been kind of some vote splitting though too with her and her co-star because um, her co-star was also nominated for Best Actress. I'm trying to remember Ann Baxter, yeah. Um, so it might have been some vote splitting, but um, Betty Davis had also won an Oscar before too, so there was like no real need, like real quick need to give her another one. Um, but I just, I just love it, like. Um, this role of her coming in all innocent and then, you know, kind of trying to take over her life and, oh, just so good. Um, it's one of the most awarded uh, uh, Oscar winners of all time. So it's a great pick. Uh, the only reason why it was not even really on my radar is I unfortunately have gone all these years without seeing it, which needs to be corrected. But I will say, I, we don't, I don't know that I've ever done a recommendation middle of a podcast before on the word podcast but i have to say i've been listening to the audiobook of a book called oscar wars a history of hollywood in gold sweat and tears by an author named michael Sheldon. and this book literally just came out 14 days ago it is brand new 14 days ago at the time of this recording that is it is brand new and the third or fourth chapter the most recent one that i've listened to so far is about uh, Betty Davis, Ann Baxter, Judy Holiday, and uh, Gloria Swanson. Uh, who oh, were, yes, another one. Oh. Same year. They were all up for Best Actress the same year. Uh, uh, of course, Gloria Swanson for uh, Sunset Boulevard. And it talks about the battle uh, between those uh, four actresses. And uh, what you said with vote splitting, I think, is very, very likely to have happened. Uh, highly recommend Oscar War. History of Hollywood and Gold, Sweat, and Tears by Michael Shulman. Uh, so uh, definitely a lot about all about Eve in that particular chapter. Um, there is no reason for me to go ahead and take my uh, uh, most recent uh, 2000 to present Best Picture winner because y'all both have. I don't have. I mean, y'all can all y'all can take movies from that era as your wild cards. Uh, and, and steal some for me, but I'm not, from me, but I'm not so worried about that. So I've got a major decision here because I only have one wild card selection to go, and I have like 20 films to choose from that I really, any of them would would work, and I don't know what to do because I know what my favorite one is, but I don't know if it's the one that would get me the most votes. So I'm I'm having a little bit of an existential crisis here. Um, I, you know what, screw it. I'm just going to take the one that's my favorite and hope it works out for me. I'm going to take 1967's In the Heat of the Night. No! Oh, I was trying to stay so quiet. I am so mad right now. I, I should have chose. I I had it, and I was about to be like, I'm about to make you mad, Julian. I know. Dang I it! Know, I know that you also like this movie, but I really didn't <sighs> taking it, wanting to take it. Uh, directed by Norman Jewison, the 1967 American neo noir mystery drama film sees Virgil Tibbs, played by Sidney Poitier, a black police detective from Philadelphia who becomes involved in a murder investigation in a small town in Mississippi. He has to kind of get along with 
and uh, work beside a, if not outright racist, a product of his time sheriff played by Rod Steiger, who would end up winning uh, Best Actor. He was in the same category as Sidney Poitier. Um, both great performances, so it would have been hard for me to choose. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, nominated for seven Oscars that night and won five, including Best Picture. Uh, it's where the famous quote, they call me Mr. Tibbs from Sydney Poitier comes from, is one of my all-time favorite movies. Uh, so I'm not sure it's going to do me any favors in the vote because I don't know how widely seen it's going to be compared to some of the other Best Picture winners. But for my second and final wild card, I, I got to go with, with my, my favorite uh, in the heat of the night. Uh, so I'm surprised it, you didn't think I was going to pick that one. Well, there's just so many great best pictures and I, I'm not, I just, it's hard to tell which ones people really love and, and uh, you know, et cetera. Sydney Poitier. And I, I really think, cause I don't, you didn't really mention the whole like slap heard around the world. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's how they refer to it. It was, that movie was very, very important. Um, you know, you especially have Sidney Poitier slapping this white man. And uh, for 1967, that was important. It was very, very controversial and and just one of the most important moments, I think, in film history. Um, so, April, you have the final pick of round four. You have two wild cards uh, to finish out the draft. Uh, so uh, what's what's number one going to be for you? Were, were you oh, going to take in the heat of the night in this slot? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, that was literally, I was like all prepped and ready for it. Um, well, then I have two. N- number two, because I'm done with wild cards, I can tell you what I was, what I was thinking about, because it doesn't matter if y'all take it, because uh, I can't. Uh, I, I barely went within the heat of the night over on the waterfront. Interesting. Okay. And see, I wouldn't have picked that. So you did steal a pick from me. Okay. <laughs> now so, I, uh, That makes me feel better about this. Yeah. Thanks. Um, so now I'm a little discombobulated. However, I say that, but I, so I have two wild card picks left. Um, so one but, of them in, in a row too, because you have the final pick around four and then the first round five. So honestly, if you want to, you can just get them both out of the way right now. Oh, really? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll, I will do that. Um, so my first wild card pick, again, I'm not sure if it'll do me favors. I don't know. I, I love this movie. Um, it is the uh, beautiful film, uh, My Fair Lady, um, 1964, um, best, best picture winner. And um, it's obviously Audrey Hepburn, Rex Harrison, um, you know, adapted from a stage musical. Um, Audrey Hepburn plays, of course, Eliza Doolittle. And Rex Harrison is Henry Higgins. Um, you know, basically she is, it's kind of, and I don't know, it may be related, but it's kind of like this whole situation of a sort of like a pretty woman plot line. And I don't know if pretty woman kind of based itself a little slightly off of My Fair Lady, but basically, you know, uh, Rex Harrison is is teaching, well, Henry Higgins is teaching Eliza Doolittle how to, you know, speak, present herself, you know, make a better person of herself. And it's it's just a beautiful music. I'm I'm just a sucker for musicals. I I knew that there was a very good chance that we were going to have uh, a handful of musicals 
in this um, show today. Uh, but I'm surprised that so far the two taken have both been by you, April. Uh, I believe yep. in, in, <laughs> in years, 93 years, there have been 10 musicals that have won Best Picture, uh, which is among the genres very, very high. Now, of course, most of them were prior to the 1970s. I think there's only been one uh, musical in the last 40 to 50 years to win Best Picture, but there have been, like I said, 10 of the Oscars. Uh, And earlier when I was going to guess what I thought uh, Tyler was going to take for selection from the 2002 present, I thought one of those was going to be the most recent musical best picture winner. Uh, But he has one more pick left later on. So maybe he'll get to it then. Uh, So my fair lady is your, is your uh, first wildcard pick. What is your second one? Well, and I I just want to point out two songs that are amazing from, well, there's all the music is amazing in my fair lady, but I love Audrey Hepburn just dancing around her rooms, you know, singing. I could have danced all night. I well, love that so much. Her own singing in the film. I know. Okay, I guess I should have said that. Um, she's lip syncing, <laughs> but she is still, she's acting the hell out of it. That is the only disappointing part of My Fair Lady. I feel like that, that yeah, it's a little bit sad for me. I'm glad that um, movies have mostly cut that out. There's a little bit of manipulation uh that went on this year with uh, Austin Butler's Elvis performance, but it also includes him singing a little bit too. Uh, so I, I, I definitely prefer for the actors to do the whole performance themselves. Uh, for so sure. A little bit of a bummer. Uh, but what do you have as your second wild card, your final pick of the best picture draft? Okay. So here's the deal I'm trying to do, cause I know that we can pick movies that we haven't seen and yeah. <sighs> And I I really there's a really popular one that you want people to vote for. Correct. But I do feel a little awkward about picking one that I have not seen. Um, So I'm personally, I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm in. It'll be interesting to see if it gets picked, because if it doesn't get picked, that's like crazy um, to me. But I am going to go with one that I've seen. It's been a long time since I've seen it. But if we're um, I'm actually going to go with the more modern category. So 2000 to the present, I would say Million Dollar Baby. (laughs) Um, Hillary Swank, uh, Clint Eastwood, uh, directed by Clint Eastwood, obviously about a, a boxer that is, well, first of all, Hilary Swank is such a phenomenal actress and I feel like she just, I don't know. Like I know she peaked and I know this was such a big role for her, but I just, I don't know. I feel like she should get a lot more credit even now <laughs> than she gets. Um, so been nominated twice for best actress and she's won both times. How much more credit does she need? She needs all of the nominations. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I, I think part of my thought of this, which is kind of a roundabout way, but I've seen her, you know, she's starring in the newspaper um, show on TV, Alaska Daily, and she does such phenomenal work on it. And I, when I was really researching for this, I'm like, huh. I was like, yep, I loved Million Dollar Baby when I saw it. Um, and I, and Hilary Swank is amazing. So yeah, that's what I'm going to pick. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I love Million Dollar Baby when I saw it too, which is what my sarcastic huh, laugh was when you uh, picked it because you just repaid the favor from earlier and took my oh from the year two thousand two present. 
Uh, earlier, you asked me about Coda, and I said that I had it ranked number three from that era. I had Million Dollar Baby as my number one movie from that era. So that I actually was- didn't think that. I, I honestly, truly did not know that you had that on your list. That's awesome. Yeah, but that <laughs> leaves me with my second pick, which I don't know if it's going to do me any favors in, in the final vote, especially because it was kind of a controversial win beating the social network. Uh, I'm going to finish my draft with my 2000 to present pick, which is the King's Speech, uh, mm-hmm. the 2010 Best Picture winner directed by Tom Hooper uh, that starred uh, Colin Firth in his uh, Academy Award winning performance as King George IV, who has to overcome a stammer uh, to give this major speech uh, leading into uh, Britain's uh, uh, entrance into World War II, uh, another movie that features the Nazis. Uh, Best Picture winners love to feature Nazis. Um, (laughs) That uh, That was third on my list. Jeffrey Rush had a great performance in that movie, as did Helena Bonham Carter. They were both nominated for uh, Academy Awards that year, uh, both lost to performances from The Fighter and Christian Bale and Melissa Leo. But I just don't know if picking the King's Speech here does me any favors. I possibly could have gone with a more populist pick. Uh, That is one, but I was determined to make picks of movies that I have seen and a lot of the best picture winners of the last 25 years. I just haven't gotten around to yet. Uh, This means we have one last pick. It'll go to Tyler and it'll be his second wild card pick. And I alluded to what I think it might be earlier, but honestly, Tyler has got 70 plus best pictures that he can pick from here. So, so what are you going with? So it was. I thought it was really funny when you said earlier about how there were I had ch- chosen no musicals because I, that's where I was going. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, this this next, the one I'm choosing next for my final pick is um, the movie that actually got me the the most excited about Oscar races and is the reason I continue following Oscar races um, because I started in 2001, the year that Moulin Rouge was nominated. And for Best Picture, and I wanted to win, and it lost to A Beautiful Mind. But the next year, an even better musical came out called Chicago. And nice. it did yep. it did win. And I was so excited. The only thing that night that I was disappointed about was Renee Zellweger losing Best Actress, because I thought she was fantastic in the role. Um, I know that it's kind of like, it was kind of like a pit. I think Oscar kind of did an IOU with these kind of things, because I think, you know, Nicole Kidman, I feel like she had a lot of goodwill for losing for Moulin Rouge the year before because a lot of people were want, thinking she would win. Um, uh, and, and then this was kind of like, so she got that win for the hours. Um, and then the next year, Renee Zellweger won for the Cold Mountain. So I feel like it's just kind of, Oscar had some IOUs and that they just kind of did in Renee Zellweger last because she did win the SAG Award and the Golden Globe um, that year. So she definitely was seen as a contender for sure. Um, but other than that, that was the only clip I had that night as far as, um, that, um, cause I was very happy that it won best picture and just so many actors were nominated from that movie, like Renee Zellweger, John C. Riley, Queen Latifah, Catherine Zia Jones, who won fantastically. I hated that Richard Gere didn't get his Oscar nomination for this movie. He still has yet to get an Oscar nomination and I really feel like he should have gotten it here. Um, but yeah, I just, I love it to death and it's, um, one of the 
you, because, you know, we all have Vosprey's not really go our way a lot of years um, with what wins. And this was one of the years that I was very happy when I went to bed that night because it went my way. All right. Well, that is the final <laughs> of the uh, Best Picture Oscar winning draft. Uh, we are going to put all three of our uh, drafted teams up on our social medias right after we publish this podcast so y'all can vote for which grouping you think is the best so i need to recap what we have all selected i'll start with tyler since he just finished up tyler's five films are gone with the wind in the 1927 to 1969 best picture winners category titanic in the 1970 to 1999 best picture winners category the lord of the rings return of the king uh, in the Best Picture 2000 to Present Winners category. And Tyler's two wild cards are all about Eve and Chicago. Uh, my choices are Casablanca in the 1927 to 1969 category, The Godfather in the 1970 to 1999 category, The King's Speech in the 2000 to Present Day Best Picture Winners category, and my two wild card picks were The Silence of the Lambs and In the Heat of the Night. And finally, April's five selections are The Sound of Music in the 1927 to 1969 category, Forrest Gump in the 1970 to 1999 category, um, Coda in the 2000 to present category, and April's two wild card picks are My Fair Lady and Million Dollar baby so we will put these up on social media for y'all to vote for and then we will see uh, uh who y'all think uh did the best in tonight's best picture oscar winning draft once again i want to remind y'all to uh give us a rating and review anywhere you're listening to this and also check us out online at the word webzine.weebly.com uh we also have a 95th annual academy awards prediction podcast that i recorded recently with philip price of tavern talk by initial reaction that you can find uh as well uh by clicking on our show wherever you're listening to this and i want to thank april and tyler as always for joining me once again i had a ton of fun on this one i can already tell you it's one of my favorite podcasts we've ever done and i look Love forward it. to doing yes uh, i did too more movie and music drafts with y'all but soon we will have to throw in some television drafting as well so thank you so oh, much yes. for joining me yes it was so much fun i i think it's gonna be hard to beat tyler <laughs> quite honestly titanic well, in chicago honestly, those are heavy hitters now this is not a qual- this was not a qualification to win but i'm pretty sure tyler's five picks have won the most oscars that's just a guess ah. But he has Titanic and All About Eve, which both won more than 10, I believe, or close. Yep. Um, yep. So he's got a lot. Um, yep. And Lord of the Rings, man. Lord of the Rings I, may have won the most ever. Uh, I think it went yep. 11 for 11. Uh, but anyway, uh, thanks thanks so much, guys, for, for joining me. Absolutely. It was fun. Yes, had a blast. <laughs>